Hello streamers, welcome back to the Stream Coach Podcast. Forgive me if I sound a little weird and sick today. I've actually got the flu. It's not the greatest thing in the world, but that's okay because today we're going to be talking to someone who doesn't make me sick. Ayo! <laughs> so I hope you all enjoyed the last episode. We did a kind of solo sit-down episode, which was really exciting. It had been a long time since we've actually done an episode like that. Let me know either on the like iTunes comments or if you want to tweet at me at Ashney Christ how you felt about that episode. I love doing solo episodes and just keeping you all included in what I feel uh, are the changes for the Stream Coach brand and myself and new things that, that I'm learning and maybe we can get into sharing some uh, stories from coaching clients or doing more roundtable episodes with multiple guests or maybe we can bring back some of your favorites from the past just tweet at me or dm me on discord or something and let me know so today we're going to be talking about branding and how everything you do is either the service or disservice of your brand. The person that we're speaking to has a marketing degree, has worked in, in marketing for a while. He's going to be teaching us how to brand and market ourselves really strongly so we can grow faster on Twitch. A lot of you probably have seen his streams and he, I mean... The guy has a ridiculously hilarious personality. His laugh is just fascinating. His streams are one of a kind, truly. So we're going to be speaking with Green Dumpling. Let's get into the interview. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Stream Coach Podcast. Today with me, I have the real, the one and only, oh my God, what, Green Dumpling, who is a... Hi. Hey. Hi, Dumps. How you doing? I am fabulous, <laughs> and thank you so much for having me here. Yeah, I'm so excited. Thank you so much for coming on, really. I know your time is incredibly valuable. So, Green Dumpling is a Twitch and Discord partner. He also has his own talk show and interviewed some of the voice actors from Overwatch. So yes. that's pretty dope, actually. How did that go? How did I go? Okay, um, well, um, a lot of people have been asking me, how did you get people like, um, you know, from Overwatch on your show? You're like Malaysian. I mean, well, okay, first of all, I actually got to know Anjali, the voice actress of Symmetra from Overwatch first. I got to know her way before I got into Twitch. I didn't even know about Twitch back then. Can you imagine that? So I am a Symmetra main on Overwatch and I've been such a big fan of her work and I Googled her, did a little bit of spying and I said, oh my God, she's even on Modern Family. And I started tweeting her and say, oh my God, I adore you so much. You gave Symmetra so much life. And then we tweeted each other back and forth. And then we started DMing each other and then we became friends. So I told her about, you know, certain things that I want to do in life. And then she said to me, do it because I, the way I talk to you, I kind of know that, you know, you your super your superpower is your humor. Why don't you do something like YouTube or podcast uh, or whatever? And I say I'm scared because uh, I, I mean I'm so sorry. I, I think I kind of digress a little bit. Um, I say I was I was really scared because people gave me hell for being myself back day back in the days, and and people make fun of my voice, people make fun of my mannerism, people um you know being homophobic and stuff, right? So she's like, you know what? What's the worst thing that can happen? If you really want to do something like that, you should do it. So when I got to know Twitch, 
And then she said to me, if you ever want to do a talk show, I will be glad to be your first ever guest. How about that? And I was like, oh, hell yeah. And can you bring your friends on my show too? And she said, <laughs> yeah, just ask. <laughs> and yes. <laughs> That's amazing. That is so cool. So this this conversation suddenly turned into, hey, guys, this is how you become friends with a celebrity. Like, what the heck? That's awesome. How I mean, dope. she didn't want me to call her a celebrity. She's like, you know what? I'm a friend. I just, you know, somebody who wants to help another friend. Because she said that if I approach her with the intention to want something from her, she probably wouldn't have responded. Because I think she's being fair. Like, sometimes you know how people work, right? Mm -hmm. But she said it's because I... When I talk to her, it's more like expressing my um, you know, adoration and respect for the work that she's been doing. So she's like, yeah, you know, this person is fine. And I didn't even know about Twitch back then. So I wouldn't have thought about asking her on my show. I just wanted to let somebody know that I like her work and right. it just transformed into something else. I mean, that's actually a good lesson for people that are fans of streamers too I think if you have someone that you've kind of put on a pedestal super high it's not like that person is such a, a better person than you right is so so far above you I feel like a lot of us kind of get we get down on ourselves because oh our, our numbers aren't as big as this other person or we're not as important as this other person or their community is much larger when in reality you all might be really good friends or you might get along really well but you freak out and you overthink it and so you can't pursue that relationship at all because you think that person is on such a huge pedestal yeah yeah i mean i mean i'm not even big or huge or or, or whatever but sometimes i kind of see that uh a lot of people tend to like shy away from talking to me not because i no, i I'm, I'm never said i'm better than anybody i'm not like some people but i what i'm saying is that uh you know uh <laughs> <laughs> I, I just see me and i i and another thing is that i would never say that I have fans. It cringes me. Like, ugh, like I would never say, oh, look at my fans are watching me right now. No, you guys are my friends, okay? Because you guys are paying my bills. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Okay, I could just talk on this subject for literally ever, but yes. let's get started with our actual interview okay because we want to we want to learn more about you and i feel like your strengths specifically would be things like branding and marketing and you have such a strong brand and i really want to get into that but you've mentioned yes. in the beginning that like you knew uh, you knew you know uh, just amazing people before you even really got into twitch so can you tell us how you found twitch and how you started streaming oh okay so I was I, I I have been playing League of Legends a lot and Overwatch as well. So the thing about League of Legends is that when I play League of Legends, some people will just say, "Hey, I'm live. Uh, check me out. Twitch.tv slash something something something." And I was like, "What is this Twitch thing?" And then I click on somebody's link and then I open it and then it's just this dude with his webcam and League of Legends there. And I said to him, "I said, am I supposed to watch you play the game?" And then he's like. Yeah, it's Twitch, duh. And then I said, why? I mean, why well, could play my game myself? Why do I have to watch you play a game? It's, it doesn't make sense. And then after that, my friend was like, the, the, the guy was like, uh, you know what, forget it. Dude, you don't have to tune in. And after a while, I was like, so there are people who will sit there and watch another people play game? Hmm, that sounds fun. I mean, I mean, I and since I'm a gamer, why not? So I tried it and... 
indeed, you know, when I what whatever I think about this this person is whatever my parents think about me. Because I told them about what am I doing on Twitch, and they're like, people watch you play a game. Why? <laughs> Right. It's so it's like it's so confusing. That was the same reaction that I had the very first time that I heard about Twitch. I was like, why are people watching other people play video games instead of just playing the games themselves? Yeah. Why? Yeah, and and what is so special about you playing? If I want to really watch a particular package, just YouTube and 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 check out some walkthrough and and stuff. So. Right. I mean, I didn't understand it, but now I totally do. And I, to me right now, I mean, a year ago, I would, I, I thought about things like this. Now to me, streaming is all about building a really great community and getting no new faces. That is my definition of streaming right now. It's not just about people watching me play. It's more like building a relationship and a community. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's so much more than that entertainment factor, right? I mean, I feel yes. like the, the entertainment factor is huge, of course. And that's, that's a, big value that your stream has is that you're so freaking funny and you have that kind of like unfair advantage over a lot of people but i feel more than anything else that community is so strong on twitch and it's you get the sense of community that i have not seen or gotten a sense of in any other platform anywhere else it's crazy so okay let's go just to the the next part of this conversation which i think would be tell us a little bit about your stream like what's it what's it all about what do you actually do on your channel um i i would like to be known for my talk shows uh see the thing is when i started streaming i did a little bit of research of what kind of streamers are there and i kind of know like people like you know dr disrespect shroud ninja people like that and i will i look at them like ah you know what i will never be like them because they're good at games i'm just not but the things i i enjoy games and and but the thing is i i i had to think of a way to stand out because here's the thing whatever we do in you know in what no matter what industry you're in it's just like any other businesses out there if you want to thrive you have to be different so i thought to myself you know what i always want to be the next um Oprah, because I love how she does talk shows and interviews. And and I thought, you know, I, I think I want to be known for that. And and Anjali is actually the reason, and it's really a great stepping stone for me. And ever since I have her on my show, I and then her friends tag along and I got some other people as well. And soon be you. Um, I want to be known for my talk shows. And if I'm not doing talk shows, most of the time it's just me sitting there rambling with my, not fans, friends and viewers. And then um, when we play some games, it's mostly just because I like, for example, and when I play Overwatch, it's really just I want to get some loot boxes and I want that. And I know sometimes people want to see my gameplay because here's the thing, I curse a lot. And it became part of me. And and my reaction is always so priceless. If I get killed out of nowhere, if I'm ambushed, I let it all out. So my thing is I'm a loud and animated and extra, like you called me, um, and, and, and high energy stream. That is what I want people to know me for. Yeah, that's actually the first thing that I noticed about your stream. Coming in there the first time, I was like, 
whoa, this is a lot. But it's a it's lot too much. in a good way. <laughs> no, it's not. I think it's good. I think it's what draws people to you because I see the LOLs and the lulls in chat just over and over and over and over. And it's just like walls of it the entire time. It's amazing. And that's actually, like I said, the first thing that stuck out to me. So uh, my first question for you is, do you feel like people need to have that high energy level and that just massive personality to be able to grow on Twitch? Uh, uh, did you say, must they have it? Yeah. Or what? Yeah, do they I, have okay. to? I don't think so. Because here's the thing. I think there should be a little bit of balance in everything. Like, for example, can you imagine tuning... 20 streams that are exactly like me, people are going to be like, oh my God, it's too much to handle. So we need to have some chill streamers. <laughs> but I think the key here to me is really the way people engage with their viewers. You know, it, it, it's, you don't have to be so high energy all the time, but I think if you don't know how to engage with people and make them have a reason to stay, that would be a big problem. For your stream. Ooh, that is so good yeah. and such a good point. Let's actually talk about that a little bit more. So yes. how, how do you get people to stay? Um, I have a little um, trick. Um, I, I mean, sometimes it works, sometimes it just doesn't because you have to understand the culture of Twitch. People just, some, some people just want to come in and they just want to lurk and they just get on with their days. But some people, when when they come in, I try to remember the things, uh, some things about them. So what I do is because I, I scroll Twitter a lot, right? So I, I remember certain streamers, what they do recently. And when they come in, they're like, hey, how was the trip with your mother? And then they're like, how did you know? I'm like, well, you tweeted about it. And I think if you kind of, if you remember certain things about people and you kind of know, and it shows that you care about them. They will want to be there for you because they know that their their presence, their existence means something than just that plus one view count. Yeah. So, and, and the thing is, I always have open-ended questions for them. Like always, I talk a lot. So when I see somebody, I'm like, hey, how are you? How's your day? You know what? What do you think? Yada, 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 yada. And then, you know, even if some people feel that it's too much and they will still pick up some like one, two questions from me and they was try to answer that. And then the rest is just, some people told me that they, they stay because they can just sit there and listen to me talk all day. I don't know. I don't think people will ever say that about, I never thought of that, thought that people would actually say that about my voice because I am, I, I was really insecure about it. So yeah. It's so unique, though. I think that's something that really makes you stand out. And that's part of what makes your stream so unique is your accent and the energy level, for sure. I don't think I have an accent, but it's OK. I mean, I've grown to that. People have been saying, can you please say this in your accent? I was like, what? I'm reading that according to what I've taught. I, I don't have an accent. There's American accent and there's a British accent. I'm not pulling any. No, no, no. You got that Malaysian flavor, OK? You got that flavor, don't you even? Yes. <laughs> okay, so we we don't really need necessarily super high energy to grow because we definitely need that like order and chaos, right? Yin and yang, both sides of the coin. 
But what's still really important is making your stream valuable so people will come in and they'll stay whenever they do come in. And you gave us a really good tip of like making sure that we remember what people are doing or at least trying. We At a certain point, we can't do that with everyone anymore, but you can try. And people seeing that, even if you're not doing it directly to them, I think does garner a bit of respect. But Aside from that, how else can you make your stream valuable? Like, how do you make your content good so people actually want to show up and stay? Um, I think, okay, one thing I noticed is that people should never be afraid to experiment with different content because let's just be real. If I were to see somebody play marbles 24-7, I would be so, I would be like, oh my God, next day is marble again, marble again, marble again. I think we should spice things up a little bit. Like, you know, never be afraid to add new things in your content. And and uh, like, for example, like what I do is, um, I just recently I tried uh, doing things that like covering bizarre news, you know, news that I find really strange. And, and, and I, when I read it and, and, and I said, well, Oh, I actually like this. And maybe a few months down the road, I won't be doing that anymore. I'll be doing something else because I think you have to spice things up a little bit. You cannot always just, I, to me, I don't like it when somebody is doing, playing the same damn game over and over and over again. I think People will get bored. I, I don't know. Do you get bored if somebody keeps doing the same thing? If you if you're I, as a viewer. Yeah, I I do. I feel like unless that person is an esports level player and they're able to to show those like small little intricacies, right? Because like we've got Overwatch and we've got PUBG and Fortnite and everything else that you can play over and over and over, but the games are different each time. But watching someone that's actually freaking insanely good at the games can be really entertaining. But if it's someone that's not an esports player, which is most of us, watching someone stream just the same thing all the time and making all of their content about that one thing, I feel like you can only watch so much of it before you feel like you've consumed it all, right? Or like you've experienced all the new things and there's no newness, there's no freshness anymore. And keeping your yeah. content fresh is like how people stay interested if they've been big fans for a long time. Or no, like no. I, I always tell I always tell people I say like especially the newer streamer, I say to them, you know, sometimes try to stay away from Fortnite. No matter how much you like that game, sometimes you got to be a little bit strategic with the content that you put out. Because here's the thing, it, it there's way too many Fortnite streamers. Honestly, I think the way you can really stand out in when it comes to Fortnite is either number one, you are really, really good at the game, or number two, your commentary of the game is really top notch. Because if I, if you are just a this is just an average player and you you know you are you don't really comment much except for the fact that, oh I just got killed oh you know oh I won. I, you know, you are probably not going to go anywhere because people be like, ah, so why am I watching now? Is this person going to get his uh, victory? Is he, is he going to do the, is he going to win? Is he going to lose? Like, yeah, it's really nothing special anymore. I think like people should try different games sometimes, you know, and you will be surprised. Like, I, you know, I've been doing, I've been playing like Overwatch and, and I don't know why somebody like, can you please play Doki Doki Literature Club? <laughs> I'm pretty sure you know about that game. Yeah. And I was like, do people want that? Apparently they do. Yeah. I, I, I have no answer to that, but I just think that, you know, at some point, you have to stay away from these damn mainstream games. <laughs> right? 
and just playing the same thing over and over and doing the same thing over and over in general at some point you're gonna get freaking bored you're a human being you're not meant to be a robot and do the same thing all the time it's just yep as as much as we know hey building yourself in a single community right so for example dead by daylight was something that a lot of people really grew with recently that community is is amazing it's awesome it's so powerful and they're so passionate but also you can only stream dvd for so long you can't make that the entirety of what all of your content is forever at some point you're gonna have to switch it up and you better do it before you burn yourself out and get exhausted and you hit this wall and you don't stream for like months or weeks it's crazy People doing that all the time. It's crazy. No, no. It is it, crazy. Like I say to them, like, okay, for example, why why do you keep playing the same game? And they say, oh, it's because I, um, you know, I really love the game. You know, people keep saying, you know, stream whatever you love to play. I mean, yeah, but okay, unless you, you, you are the kind of person who just really want to enjoy streaming for the sake of streaming and you're not planning to grow or make it, then yeah, by all means do it. But if you want to take a step, you know, further, you, you need to be strategic with it. That means you probably should may, maybe br- get out of your comfort zone because like I've seen some people, they I understand there are sometimes when you play certain games, you will have certain followings. But when they suddenly switch another game, their follow their, their following drop and their view counts drop and they be like, oh my God, probably this is not for me. But I think, you know, it, you have to understand, to me, it is really good to stream and build community at the same time. So that whenever, you know, whatever game you play, it will not be the game anymore. It will be all about you. Yeah. It's like you're saying to people, yeah. you know, you have to, eventually when you stream, you have to make it to a point that, People watch you because of you, not your game anymore. Oh, that's so good. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. And it's so important because that's how you get people that will actually watch you regardless of what you're doing, what you're playing. That's how you get people that are passionate, that care about you. And you build a community that way, right? Like you don't build a community just by playing a specific game and then playing that one game forever and just hoping people show up because they enjoy Fortnite. No, no. You want them to latch onto you and your personality. And there are so many people that just, they just like sit there in front of their camera and they look like zombies, right? And I feel like you have a really good answer for this question, okay? So that streamer who's, who is robotic and doesn't even know that they're robotic, it's generally because they don't really have a, a ton of uniqueness or like personality or talent, okay? And you have an anagram for this. This is not family friendly, just to warn you all, this is not family friendly. But that anagram is C U N T, okay? <laughs> this is so good. Tell us what that means. Okay, so for, okay for the record, that did not come to me. I said it before. I that is from RuPaul. Okay, <laughs> she literally had a song called "Charisma, Uniqueness, Nerve, and Talent," and of course, she shortened it to C U N T. And I I love it because you know it's okay. Here's the thing. I I you know me. I don't filter right when it comes to my stream. I say everything that comes across, and people be like, oh my god, TOS. I'm like. Mm. I've been saying the same damn thing for a year plus. If they want to suspend my, but they would have done it. <laughs> so, and, and, and the thing is, if you watch RuPaul's Drag Race, he always 
uh, you know, remind the girls, the contestants, they say, you know, they say, do you have the charisma, uniqueness, nerve and talent? And I think it's a very valid thing that I can apply in any situation, no matter what you do. It's like, even as a streamer, people ask me, how do you make it? And I say, oh, do you have the C-U-N-T? Like, what? Okay, do you have the charisma? Do you have the uniqueness? Do you have the nerve? And do you have the talent? Like, for example, when it comes to charisma, do you have the personality that will make people say? You know, yeah, some people, I'm telling you this, I sometimes it, it is hurtful to hear it, but some people just shouldn't be on Twitch. Like, you, when you go to their streamer, hey, what's up? Hey, thank you so much for being here. When somebody rate them and their face is like, Oh, hi. Thank you so much for the rate. Like, dude, if you want to sleep, just turn it off and go to sleep. All right. And then are you unique? Like what makes your stream so different? Like, for example, I always say to people, if you go to somebody's stream and okay, you, you can't list down the, the three special things about the person's stream, you know, like. I, I don't know. Maybe you need to reevaluate. Like, for example, when, I, when it comes to your stream, for example, I will always know that you are the stream coach because you have already established that you are crazy high energy and your hair is amazing. See, you see, that, that's what makes you so unique. And, and, and you are beautiful. I don't know why you said that about yourself. I, I, I'm going to clock you that, but that's another day. Um, you know, um, you when it comes to nerve, it's about being brave to try new things. I would say, I would speak it this way, brave to try new things, brave to face, uh, you know, slow days, because like it or not, even a hype man like me, I have to experience slow days some days. And talent, you know, what are you bringing to the table? So that is what C-U-N-T means to me. <laughs> if you had to, if you had to like judge yourself by C-U-N-T, what would you say is, is your charisma, uniqueness, nerve and talent? Uh, oh, what is my charisma? Okay. See, the thing about me is that I have, uh, I, I've been in the servicing industry for the longest time. So I know how to talk to people and yes, I established my brand to be a sassy, uh, bitchy kind of person, but I'm not mean person. Like I, I am sassy, but I'm not mean. That's the difference between mean and sassy, you see? And I, when I see people in my stream immediately what I want to do is to make them feel at home and people tell me that I always make them feel like you know very welcome and because I remember certain things about them so I think I got that checked charisma uniqueness because when people come to my stream in the sea of all these professional gamers in the sea of all these great battle royale streamers Suddenly you come to somebody's stream who is loud, extra, and this person doesn't hold back. And, and he seems to say whatever that is on his mind and, and he cusses like a sailor. So I think that is the unique part about me. And nerve, oh girl, I am never afraid to deal with so many. I am not afraid to deal with trolls. Bring it. I'm not afraid to try new things. I'm not afraid to, you know, uh, face adversities. I'm not afraid to fail. And talent, well, humor. <laughs> <laughs> I think you nailed it. You na that's your that's your C U N T. Yes. Yes. <laughs> okay, so I think that's a really fantastic way to judge 
um, just judge your content and judge you as a creator, as the like entertainer, as the it can be anything really as an educator, as a, a motivator, as someone who's trying to inspire people. There's many, many different styles of value and of content and things that can be created to build a community. There's so many different styles of streaming that can work. But going back to you and your own stream, I feel like the first thing that stuck out to me was your personality and your high energy and like getting people to stay and the C-U-N-T thing was hilarious. But the second <laughs> thing that really sticks out about you is your brand, right? The green dumpling stuff is everywhere. You just released a bunch of new merch and you had this bikini come out with like green dumpling that was on the, <laughs> on the boobies. It was amazing. It was so good. And on the booty too. Yes. <laughs> yes. So good. Yes. So first off, just... I think that just to like kind of give some context to this entire conversation, what is branding to you? Branding to me. Okay. I always like the uh, definition. It says branding is what people say about you when you are not in front of them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it, branding is what you want people to remember about you. So Going back to green dumpling, why is it that I you always see my emotes? You can see all the overlays. You can see so many green dumplings being thrown everywhere. It's just like all the commercials, especially like the Netflix commercial that's haunting me right now <laughs> on Twitch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because you have to put yourself out there. You have to have a reason that people will remember you. Four. Yes. So, yeah. So branding to me, it's not. A, OK, I mean, you can always say that. OK, um, I have a logo. That is my brand. Correct. Branding means you can you got to have something for people. To remember, that means you got to have a logo. You got to have a, if you have a theme song, of course, you know, you got to have a, a, a unique name whatsoever. But more importantly is what do you want people to know you for? Because every single thing you do is at the service or at a disservice of your brand. So like, for example, my brand is not what you see, the green dumpling thing is just a logo. But what I want you guys to remember me is that loud, is that sassy, is that high energy streamer. That is my brand. So this is why I'm always consistent with the things I do. So if you go to my tweet, you rarely see things about motivational stuff because it's not what I want people to remember me for. I want people to know me for myself. This is why I'm really brave to curse. You see? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you are. <laughs> yeah, I am. I let it, I go all out because that's what I want people to remember me for. And people say, oh, you know, why are you so, uh, you know, why are you so vulgar and stuff? That is my brand, honey. I made it clear. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't like it, don't be here. You don't yeah, yeah, I don't. Exactly. Exactly. Ah, so how did you get the idea for Green Dumpling? Oh my God. You see, I've been trying to think of a very quick answer for that. But the thing is, the truth is the day before, okay, I was, when I was about to create a, a cool username for Twitch, right? Like doctor something, something, I'm not even a doctor. I said to myself, oh my God, I need a cool name, you know, something that is catchy. But then I was like, well, I can't, I, I've been sitting there thinking about stupid names like Ladybug and stuff. And then I thought to myself, damn, what the hell did I have the night before? I had dim sum and I had dumpling. So I said, okay, I'm just going to go with dumpling. My dumpling was taken and green is my favorite color. So green dumpling. (laughs) (laughs) That's not the most interesting story. I 
I know everybody was like, that's it. You think about you came up with a name because you thought about what you had the night before. I'm sorry. Okay. But it is what it is. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) So if someone, if someone was trying to like come up with an idea for their brands, right. Come up with their, their Twitch name and all of their graphics and all of the things that that people think of whenever they see this person or maybe someone sees a dumpling now and they think of you, right? They think of you. So if somebody is trying to come up with an idea for that brand or if they have like a lot of ideas, how do they choose the idea? How do they finally settle on the thing? I think, first of all, you have to remember that when you come up with a username, I mean, because I'm about me, I always have plan. Like I thought to myself, if I have a green dumpling, if I, let's say I create the, the name green dumpling and it, when it comes to logo, it's super easy. It's, you look at my emotes right now. It's so simple and it is green dumpling. So easy to remember. So I always tell people when you create a name for yourself, it has to be something that is memorable and it says to be catchy and please stay away from numbers in your name if possible. If possible. I'm not saying that, you know, it is bad, but sometimes people replace E with three. It's like, uh, and, and, you know, yes. It, to me, again, what is your uniqueness in your name? You know, like your name, for an example, Ashley Christ. When I think about it, I thought about, oh my God, is she anti-Christ? I'm, I'm not saying you are, but <laughs> but you see, it's it's memorable. It, it, it made it when I say Ashley Christ. Okay, it, it sticks in my head, you see? Yeah, absolutely. And, and always think of a name that is not generic. I mean, yes, you can dumpling generic, but green dumpling doll. Is green dumpling generic? It's not. (laughs) No, not at all. And it's easy to remember. That's the thing I think that a lot of people don't realize. If you've got all these underscores and a bunch of numbers in your name, it makes it so difficult for people to find you on other platforms. If I'm over on Instagram and I'm like, oh my God, I just saw this new streamer I found for the first time, green dumpling. Let me see if they're on Instagram. Like, If your Instagram isn't the same freaking name... That's going to be so difficult for me to find you. If you've replaced it with a bunch of underscores and threes, if there's like, I can't believe people use multiple underscores. How are people supposed to find you? They can't freaking right. find and, you. And, and sometimes people overuse the underscore. You'll be, you'll be surprised. I have a friend with like five underscores. I was like, wait, why? Oh, because it is taken. I was like, wait, five? How would people know it's five? Because they all look like one damn line. Dude. Right. They don't, we can't tell how many. We can't tell how many and underscores. This- yeah, and please have a name that is easy to remember and pronounce. Mm-hmm. Oh, yep. oh my God, what is that? <laughs> Sometimes when people come into my stream, when I see certain name, I was like, if I have to look six times to pronounce your name, it is a bad idea, honestly. If I were to look like that, and then they say, oh, no, it's actually not pronounced this way. Oh, mm, no, that's not my problem. Yes, you can say that I'm illiterate, but... I'm so sorry you name it that way. You didn't want to make it easy. So, yeah. <laughs> That's so true. So, aside yeah. aside from just having a good name, what are some other ways that a streamer can have a stronger brand? Um, like, for example, I always say consistency is key. That means, you know, your overlay can always help you. And the way you talk on social media and the way you, um, you know, basically like to me, 
I like if people see my tweet and and they read it in my voice, I think that's an accomplishment because at some point I think I've made it. So sometimes you know I always say to people, if you are on social media, try to have. Uh, you know your personality on it because I, you'll be surprised if somebody's uh, 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 you know uh, Twitter it's all about life now life now life now life now life now life now even a doorknob has more personality than you like oh my god life now life dude tell us about you because I think when some social media a lot of people don't get it right is that you know, yes, they want to make sure that everything's all about Twitch and stuff. But sometimes people just don't care about things, so much things on Twitch. You can talk about your food, you know, your daily life, you know, your cat poop on your windshield, you know. <laughs> yeah. So I think, you know, like, for example, your overlay of design, the way you communicate with people on social media. I think that is... That is how you stick with your brand. Yeah. yeah. And you nailed this earlier, too, by saying that everything you do is either at a service or a disservice to your brand. Literally everything. If someone has a bad interaction with you, that's a disservice to your brand. They're going to consider your brand, all of all of what you do, to be low value and low quality. Yeah. So the thing is, I always say to people, I, I think it is important that, okay, because... When it comes to marketing, right? You see, the the main four P's are product. You have to see yourself as a product on, on Twitch. You are a streamer. You are a product. So how will a product move essentially is about, you know, one of the key things that we learn in business school is that packaging is very important. It means how you package yourself. When, when I go to your stream, if I see that you are using really terrible web, webcam, your audio quality is bad, you know, you know, when you talk, you, get, you know, the whole time. And, 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 you know, everything is messed up, you know, that is not nice and you 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 say to yourself well i don't think i should engage uh, 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 an artist until i make it see that is when you get it wrong because if you want to me is if you want to do it might as well you do it properly or else don't do it at all this is why sometimes people ask me should i stream with a terrible webcam no hell no you're gonna look like a ghost on your stream people I don't know. I don't think it's going to be a very pleasant experience. And some people will stream in a very dark room and stuff like, at the end of the day, what do you want people to know you for? A streamer with lousy webcam? Is that what you want people to know you for? Because that's what I see, you know? Yeah. That's so true. Lighting is, is so easy to nail, too. You literally go to Target... Pick up like a $10 little web, or not webcam, but pick up like a $10 desktop lamp, aim it at the wall, and then you've got lighting. It's yeah. so easy you know, to nail it. <laughs> I have my my lamp, my, my lighting, my beautiful lighting is an IKEA table lamp. Yes. Clock me on yes. that. Tell me what's wrong with that. You can't see it on my stream. <laughs> <laughs> No reason to spend like $200 on a lighting setup if I can yeah, do the exact oh, same thing with oh. an Ikea lamp. Yeah, I have nope. an Ikea lamp just in behind my computer. What you gonna say? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> okay, so you've talked about this a little bit too, that you swear a lot on your streams, right? And this is a part of your brands and it's it's kind of that like take it or leave it thing with you I think and I love it I think that's awesome everyone should be that that invested in themselves and in their content and their brands but do you feel like 
swearing a lot in your stream holds you back from potential audience members or do you feel like it, it services you and it actually builds the brand? Oh, okay. The thing is, I thought about, um, you know, um, not, I thought about at first not swearing, you know, not cussing and stuff, right? But then as time goes by, I kind of realized that people actually like it. And some people say to me that I say things that they don't dare to say. Because, like, you know, sometimes I can be a little bit shady about certain things that I notice. And when I say it in certain way, people actually like it. But the thing is, here's the thing. When I swear, it's not really... Okay, there are way... Okay, sometimes it can get very tasteless if you swear at people for no reason. But the thing about me is that I'm not swearing at people. I'm, I just use the F word or, you know, whatever word in the sentence. And some people say the way I pronounce bitch is funny. I don't know why. But if you think it's funny, okay, I will keep doing it. <laughs> but of course, I don't say, I don't use it in every, every, every line. Like I don't, I don't do that. But yeah, it's just. <laughs> and honestly, I don't care. If somebody comes in and say, you know what? I got green I can't stay here because you 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 tend to swear. I'm so sorry. Oh wait, are we attending a Bible class now? Because you seem to have a problem with me cursing. Well, honey, don't be here. Leave. <laughs> That's awesome. Take it or leave it. Yeah. Yeah. And because I know that uh, I'm not afraid of losing viewers because I know I can lose one or two. Fake. And 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 more will come because. I'm confident with the things that I do. See, I think one more thing that I forgot to talk about the CUNT part, it should be CUNTC because confidence. I feel that a lot of people don't give themselves enough credit and they don't, they don't really own their uh, talent. So they are, when, when you see the way they talk, they are always like, they, they're so scared to, 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 to let themselves go. And, and, you know, they are always like, you, you can tell that they are, withholding something. So I always say that just be confident, just talk to them like how you would, you know, like, you know, why is it that when you see certain talk show hosts or when you see some, some people where they command the stage, it's so powerful because they own it. I always say to people, you have to own your stream. Yes. That is, yes. it's, it's all that. Like, like when, when I see your stream, you always own it. You are happy. You, you know what you want to say. You want to, you, you know what you want to talk and you are prepared and, and, it's, it's all yours. You're the star, baby. You're the star. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true, though. I feel like so many people get caught up in this idea of, and I've talked about this before, where a lot of people now know not to use hashtag support small streamers, but they still have a small streamer mindset because they don't feel like they're valuable unless they've got a certain amount of people watching or a certain amount of followers. Like, no, Every single person alive influences somebody else. Just people are doing it at different scales, right? If you're influencing one person, that's still influence. You can learn a lot from just influencing one exactly. person. It can teach you how to influence more and more and more. You just have to pay attention I, to those lessons. And most people don't because they're too busy being caught up with like feeling down on themselves because their numbers aren't aren't the same as somebody else's. Yeah, I, I, from the get go, I would never call myself a because I, I can't even answer the question. At one point, at what point am I big? Okay, yeah. the thing is that it's un, it, it is not, you don't have a certain answer. So why don't, might as well don't call yourself small. Call yourself growing. Okay, if the you growing streamer is 
is is like it's equivalent to being small. Then don't label yourself that way. Come on, there's so many ways to label yourself. Like for me, I always say I'm the loud and high energy streamer. What's wrong with that? When you call yourself small streamer, when you when you when you think that you are forever, you know, not gonna be ninja level. When you benchmark yourself against people like that, you are for you will never grow because that's what you speak to the universe. You keep telling people that oh, I'm just gonna be a small streamer, small, small, small. Oh yeah, then stay small, stay small. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Call yourself small, stay small. Consider yourself small, stay small. But grow confidence, belief in yourself. I think that's such a huge part of it is just believing that you can actually achieve the goals that you set out for your stream. If you want to reach partner, if you want to have hundreds of people watching you, you absolutely can. But you have to believe that it's actually a thing that can happen first. Because if you don't, then you're always going to do the things that are going to hold you back. Yeah. And, and uh, another thing about partnership, okay, please do not you partnership if all you need to do is to tweet and follow somebody on twitter or join somebody's community and that per- that person will promise you partnership honey it's hard work okay if this person doesn't work for twitch they cannot promise you that you need to put in the work you can't even have people that work for twitch promise you partnership that has happened to me where i had a friend at twitch back in the day and they said they would partner me and they i waited and waited and waited and then they stopped talking to me and it never happened so it's it's supposed to be a a journey it's supposed to be a freaking marathon it's not something that you should rely on anyone else for except for yourself because you're the one who's in control of the content you're the captain of the ship. You're the star of the freaking show. So take the responsibility. Right. I mean, at the end of the day, I always say to people who want to chase for partnership, right? What do you want to, what, okay. If people ask me, oh, how are you, how are you a, 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 a partner? Well, I did talk show, I did talk shows. My content was special and I did a freaking, uh, I, I had a very great guest. It was the voice actress of Farah from Overwatch on my show. A Twitch staff was watching me and then he decided that, you know, I am I'm qualified. And if people ask me, I'm proud to say what, you know, I, I became a partner because of these things that I've done rather than, oh, I became a partner because, you know, somebody promised me that. <laughs> You just laugh in their face at that point. You're like, <laughs> are you really proud of that, honey? I don't. And I know there are way people got partnered. Sometimes when I look at some partner streamers, I don't really think that any there's anything special about that. I mean, I don't want to call them out or whatever. It's none of my business. But, you know, and, and some of them are really proud about it, even though they don't really earn it. Because the thing is, I respect people who earn it. This is why I have a lot of respect for people like you. You showed your graph. I was there on your stream the other day. You say, you know what? You know, look at how I I, I, I was back then and, and look at where you are now. Aww. And I almost thought that you were already partnered when I went to your stream because you are, you behave like one. You behave like those people who are already partnered. You know, I've, I've been to a lot of partner streams. I'm like, Oh, 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 this person is a partner. Oh, I didn't know. I'm so sorry. You were so boring. I'm, uh, but when it comes to you, I was like, she is not a partner. What the hell? Twitch. <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I feel like part of part of that journey, right, is is becoming the thing before you actually get to be the thing. Like you have to put yourself in this mindset of of 
being a partner and then that's when you get partnered when you start to feel like you actually earned it and you deserve it and whenever partner doesn't seem like it's this magical far off goal at some point maybe it will happen for you that's whenever it's more likely to happen it's like whenever you're chasing a, a relationship right whenever you're single and you're you're just desperate for someone well you keep losing opportunities and relationships. But if you just relax into it and you pursue your own passions and your own hobbies and you take care of yourself, it's like this freaking magical thing happens where the perfect person just freaking shows up for you. It's crazy. And it's the same with Twitch too. It's crazy. It's the freaking universe, dude. It's the freaking and universe. It is so obvious. What I noticed is that some people, when, you know, because they wanted a partner, so they enter this partner push thingy. And I, I'm going to talk about it because I don't, I've never been through this partner push thingy. So I just want to say something about this. See, a lot of people, they go partner push. Oh my God, push, push, push. Sometimes you need to have a reality check, honey. If your viewer, if your average viewer is less than 20, that is not partner push anymore. That is partner hit by a truck. You need somebody to hit you so hard to get to 75. And okay, assuming that you magically get 75 people to lurk for you and you get that partnership, honey, what happens after that? You're going back to 20. And how are you going to answer the fact when people ask you, how partner? I would be so freaking ashamed if somebody come to me and say like, Green Dumpling, how are you a partner? Ooh, oh my God, that will hurt the like hell. So the thing is, a lot of people don't understand. Oh, well, I'm punished. Because I see some people get the partner partnership, right? You know, sometimes Twitch, what they do is that in one day, they will give like 4,999 uh, people partnership. And then some people be like, oh, I wanted to. Okay, you know what, guys? I'm going to make an announcement now. I'm on a partner push. What is your average view count? 30. Mm -mm. No, no, you're not at a partner push. <laughs> no, no, no. You... <laughs> And then, you know, when I say certain things about it, oh, well, are you salty? Do you, is it because you don't get partnered? You know, what do you mean? I don't care if you're part. I'm just saying that you are not ready. What is? Yup. Yeah. It's so true. Look, it's so people true. like you, you work so hard. You look at your graph. It was, you know, I'm just going to say it was bad back then. And, you know, eventually look at you. Your graph just went upward. And you know for a fact that you earn it. Nobody can challenge that. And that exactly. is the greatest feeling when you get a partnership because you work hard for it and then you have something unique to offer. There is something to there is something good to 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 front. And sometimes, you know, some people just don't they're not ready, but they still want it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You do you exactly. <laughs> exactly. They and it's because they put it on such a freaking pedestal, but partner doesn't change you that much. It really doesn't. Girl. You get extra emotes and you get a check mark and then you get oh, you get transcoding, which is is pretty awesome. But and emotes are pretty awesome too, don't get me wrong. And I'm very grateful to be partner, but it doesn't change you. If it changes your content that much, or if you, what happens if you do a partner push, you get everyone really excited to hit a goal, and then you hit the goal. Well, what, now what, right? You've just learned such a huge lesson, which is mobilizing people to hit a goal is incredibly powerful. But that doesn't mean that that's going to last forever because you can't base your entire stream on you just hitting goals over and over and over because there's goal fatigue. Goal fatigue exists. It is a thing. You can't just mobilize people forever. Uh, right. And 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 how? And the thing is that Twitch won't just give you partnership like that just because you hit the seventy five. I think they will see 
What happens after that? Mm-hmm. And isn't it tiring if you keep asking people to lurk for you? I mean, instead of really be there for you and engage with you. I think that is what you should chase for. And if I'm going to tell you this, partners, being partner changes thing. You know why? It exper- I, I experience it. People stop showing the same support anymore because they thought I've had it all. Like, oh, Green Dumpling is now a partner streamer. So let's just stop giving him love. What? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, he doesn't need that rate anymore. Who told you that? Honey, I want to keep growing. I am not done. This is a beginning. (laughs) There's still a long way to go. A long, long, long way to go for all of us. Even hitting freaking partner is... Still considered very the begin very the what the very beginning the very beginning like hitting the very beginning the very beginning hitting just getting started then hitting affiliate then hitting partner those are the first three steps partner is still step three it's still in the beginning steps but you got to keep going after that there's like thirty more steps you just keep going forever. You grow and grow and grow. Right. That's what we all want to do. Yeah, right. I mean, keep sending love. Like, for example, if you guys are here, if you guys ever... Oh, Ashley Christ is a partner that she doesn't need rate. No! Send her because if you believe in her, you enjoy her content, you want her to reach out to more people. That's what y'all need to do. Exactly. Friend. <laughs> Friend. 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 <laughs> That's so good. So you're, you're a freaking riot. Um, and I feel like you're just really good at, at conversation as well. That's a huge strength of yours. And you're really good on your stream too, at like keeping consistent chat flow, right? And part of that is the humor. It's how just out there and crazy that you are. But aside from that, how do you make your chat so active? So many people struggle with the dead chat. How do you make it active? Well, first of all, I, I warn anybody in my community, if you guys don't talk on the Okay, just okay, jokes aside. Okay, so the thing is that I always, um, here's what I always do. I always, uh, you know, kind of let my community know that what am I going to talk about. So they are always, because the thing is that they already know that every time before I start my stream, I always want to talk. And I will always want to share, like talk about current affairs, you know, you know, bizarre news. I'm being shady uh, on, on, you know, certain things that I noticed on Twitter. And people want, uh, people just want that to happen. And then some, some people say, oh, I love the beginning uh, of your stream because you, I can always listen to you like listening to a podcast because you can just talk and talk and talk and talk. So I think part of it is because it's part of the brand already. Like event, it, it, it just became, this is why it took me about a year to realize that just chatting, formerly known as IRL, is my thing. Yes. <laughs> it's so good. Just chatting is amazing. Do you feel like, I, I personally have seen people that have, kind of taken the focus off of gaming on their streams and instead they've started going over to just chatting and they've literally just had conversations for hours on their stream and their streams have doubled or tripled in size almost immediately it's mind-blowing do you feel like just chatting like that that style of content is more valuable than gaming content. What do you, what is it about just chatting that you feel like draws so many more people into watching it? I'm going to be very uh, honest about my observation. People, viewers, some viewers on Twitch, they want attention. 
They want to know that, you know, their favorite streamer cares about them. This is why I think just chatting is very important because when I stream, I'm not just going to sit there and just keep blabbing. I want to know about their life and I care about my viewers. And some of them, they'll come to me, they'll say, oh, um, you know, this happened to me. I'm like, okay, talk to me, talk to me. If you want me to curse the person out on your behalf, tell mama everything. Okay, mama will curse the person. So, you know, people will tell me things. And I think just chatting is a very great category because it pulls you super close with your community that you are building. And I, okay, you can say that, oh, well, I still talk when I'm gaming, but sometimes you gotta know when you're doing games, you tend to, you have to focus in some games. You have to agree, you know, like for example, I can, I can, if I'm playing Overwatch, I can't just talk, look at chat and play, you know, I'm gonna screw up the whole team and stuff, right? So it wouldn't be so personal, but when it comes to just chatting, people know that I am finally relaxed. I am sitting here, I'm all yours. So bring it. Tell me your tr- problems. Tell me the good things that happened to you, the bad things that happened. To you. I am here. I am listening. So when you, when I use, I think just chatting is a very great platform for streamers to t- treat it as a listening tool. And people love it when you listen to them because we are all, we are living in a world full of distractions. We, you know, so many things, so many information, and we are always busy with our things. Sometimes it's, if, 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 for example, I go to your stream, I know that you care about me. I want to talk to you too. You see? So just chatting is a powerful uh, category. Please don't ever delete that Twitch, please. Seriously. It's actually seeing like the biggest growth, I think, out of any category right now. It's crazy. It's so mind-blowing. The amount of people that are getting partnered, that are growing from just chatting content is more than any other category it's impressive it really really is and that just goes to show to me that blows my mind because there's so many streamers in the just chatting category there's so many and there's a ton of people that are also playing fortnite it's like how are people going through and choosing who to hang out with in the directory right and i feel like that's why it's really important too for us to be creating content in other ways. So your talk show and your social media and everything else and having other ways that people can find you. So that way, and even in a, a super saturated directory, they can come into your channel and be like, oh, hey, hey, how's it going? Found you. What's up? Yeah. I mean, I've made some new friends from, from just chatting itself. Like, oh, I didn't know that you are so right. Well, then stay, honey. Uh, he- you know? Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, stay. <laughs> Yeah, it's so God, it's so amazing. So part of having an active chat is really getting people in the stream, right? So actually getting them to come in and hang out, which, as I said, can be done through many different ways, social media, creating other styles of content. But you also have really great marketing experience. So, yes, let's talk a little bit about marketing. What yes. what do you oh, suggest streamers do to market themselves well and to get people to come and actually hang out in their channels? Okay, now um, marketing is all about to me. Marketing is all about how you yourself out there to let people know about you. So you know it can be done by so many methods. You can advertise yourself, yada yada. But the thing is, you have to understand that you know your social media, the existing social media platform that you have is already a very great tool to market yourself. Some people don't know how to use it properly because to them, it's like, oh, I have a Twitter. I think I'm just going to use it to update 
my whereabouts uh, uh, when I'm going like, well, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. But, you know, marketing means that, you know, like you, you can always tell people, like, for example, more about you. This is why I always say you have to personalize your stuff, your content on social media. And of course, how are you going to put yourself out there? You can market yourself by, you know, networking is one of them. I think is not going to somebody's stream and promote yourself. That is a crappy thing to do. That is bad. Don't do that. Respect other streamers because they're the star. But get to know somebody because word of mouth is a very powerful marketing tool as well. If, for example, like you, darling, you single-handedly brought me so many new faces because you talk about me. And that is a powerful marketing tool. And how did you talk about me? Because I made the effort to get to know you and you came to my stream and I don't have to pay for advertising fee. <laughs> You're doing the job for me, darling. <laughs> Yo, when are you going to pay me though? Hello? <laughs> <laughs> but of course, as I said, you always have to remember the four P's. I always say, it. you know, you can say that, oh my God, it's such a boring subject. Always remember the four P's product. You yourself as a streamer, how are you packaging yourself? How are you so special that people want to stay in your channel? That is something that you have to answer that. If you're just going to, oh yeah, because I just stream Fortnite. And yeah, that's all. Then you have to reevaluate yourself because that probably will not launch you any further. The one, and that, then, the one that I hear a lot, just to like interject real quick, is I just want to create a positive space where anyone can come and feel comfortable and welcomed. Ah, that, I hear that one so, so much. Mm. So you see, when you say things like that, it is, uh, I, I don't, I, okay, the thing is, I, I, I used to think about that direction as well, but I realized it's really fake and it's, it's not really something that, you know, okay, when you say something like that and then you're going to box, you're going to confine yourself, you're going to start restricting yourself from voicing out what you truly feel. You know, because some people want to be be positive the whole time. So they want to be politically correct the whole time. Ain't nobody got time for that. You're boring. <laughs> <laughs> and you're saying what other people are saying. See, that's the thing. That, that means you're not unique anymore. You know? Yeah, exactly. And, and and then, of course, when it comes to four-piece price, of course, you can't put a price for yourself. But I would say, I would link it with your value. Why would people want to see and hang out with you? What is the value that you offer to people. Like for me, I always tell people, you can always tell me anything for in that four hours. I'm your emotional sponge. I know a lot of you guys on, on Twitch are depressed, suffering from anxiety, yada, yada, yada. Talk to me. I'm here for you. Okay. And then place is like, how would people find you? Because sometimes I know you're on Twitch and beyond that, where are you? Where are you? You know, your name on social media is not the same as your your Twitch. <laughs> you don't even have a Discord server for me to hang out. How else am I going to connect with you outside Twitch, right? Yep. That's yeah. so important. So, you need to have like multiple places for people to be able to see you. The people that say like, oh, the growth only happens while I'm live. It's because you're not doing anything on any other platform. Where are you? How are you showing up on Twitter, on Instagram, yes. on YouTube, on on podcasts on like Tasha's what are you creating elsewhere and why the heck yeah. like obviously you're only going to grow when you're live if that's the only content you're creating right and and I, and the, of course the last part of the 4P is promotion that means you know 
advertising, you know, going, you know, uh, 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 putting yourself out there on various social media, how you want to, uh, you know, using the correct hashtag. Sometimes I don't think hashtag is even that important anymore. I mean, good to have, like, for example, Yam Fam means you representing that community. But I think a lot of times people spam their stupid hashtags is just to get that retweet. Honey, ha- can you confidently say that those retweets actually translate into views? Nope. Exactly. So <laughs> why do I see a post that I'm live now? Hashtag support small streamer, support all streamer. No, no. Got like, there are like 69 hashtags in one post. What? <laughs> yup. And it's so ugly when you think about how social media is yes, all about so aesthetics. Ugly. It's ugly. <laughs> it looks like crap. Don't do this. Doing it. And some people don't even do it like the post is this long. It's like, oh my God. Who told you that is right? That is marketing done wrong, honey. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, you're freaking you're this has been awesome. Uh let's transition over into our QA portion of this conversation. Okay, y'all. So if you have any questions for SETI, green dumpling, feel free to drop them in chat right now. I have one more question for you, and that's Yes. What's your number one Twitch tip? Oh, <sighs> Number one Twitch tip. Oh my God, I have actually I have a lot, but uh, I try to stay away from that because uh, a lot of people have been saying the same damn thing. Um, number one on Twitch, when you network, please network with the intention to befriend, not just try to get views. Ooh. That is a very that is something that I preach a lot a, a, a lot because the way a lot of people do networking is is so bad because you know for a fact that they just want that view counts and they know and then they move on the second they know that okay you are not going to be there on their stream no that's not how it, that's not what you should do to me when you want to network with somebody or you want to build a relationship with somebody you always have to think what you can offer to that person first before you think of what that person can do for you. Not everything has to be very business oriented. Be sincere. That is how I got Anjali on my show. She said to me, if you came to me and you say, Oh, I, 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 can I have yours? Can I, can I have you on my show without even saying hi and everything? She probably would have said, no, there will not be any friendship, you know, going on. It's all about sincerity in getting to know somebody. People will know when you are being a fake. You know, uh, uh, you know, when you just want to get to know them for a reason, don't do that. When people see through that, your brand will be at stake. Yes, exactly. That's and my it, number one Twitch tip. And especially on Twitch, right? Because Twitch is so focused on community. Why would you want to bring in that weird like business style networking into the into the community as it's so focused on relationships? And like authenticity and and being real with people and having actual friendships with people as opposed to just having contacts. Like it's not about contacts whenever it comes to the streaming community. It's about building relationships and being freaking friends. Yeah, be friends because like I, I've seen a lot of people that are like, oh, you know what, Green Dumping, you're my two hundred people. There's nothing wrong with that. I mean, flat, you know, compliment is good. But are you genuinely trying to be friend with me, though? I can tell because I have a third eye. It's hidden somewhere. But I know when people are being phony with me. That's the thing. That's my gift. So I know when, you know, people like, they come up to me and they say certain things. I know, ah, I know what you want. You know, you probably think that I can, you know, probably give you that extra exposure and stuff. So... 
yeah, honey, no. I've seen people who are really, really um, genuine and sincere and it makes people want to help you more. You see? Yes, you can always say that I, I want views. Of course, honey, if you don't want views, why do you dream, right? But you shouldn't treat another streamer or another viewer as just that one view. They should be your friend because they are the ones, if you are real with them, they are the people that will go around and say, hey, you know, I know Green Dumpling, he is good, you know, and he's friendly and he's sincere. I want you to see him too. But if you're the kind of person to treat it like a business, okay, our relationship ends. Uh-uh, no, no more further interaction. I'm done. Thank you so much for being here. People will not help you out because they don't owe you. Exactly. This is why we get along, by the way, is because we have the same freaking belief about so many things. Yes. That's amazing. Yes. That's so strong. Ugh, when I watched your stream for the first time, I was like, oh my God, how, how is it that I didn't know about you? Because when right. the things that you say, you're so real. Because I, wait, okay, I'm gonna be real with you. When some people call themselves stream coach, stream coach, I get a little bit nervous because I know a lot of them are not doing it for the right reasons. They call themselves, "Oh, I'm gonna give tips to stream," but you know, it's all self-serving. Mm, you Ooh, know what I mean? That tea, <laughs> that tea is hot today. Oh, dang! I am gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> help. Oh my god, look at me! I just. 200 people get affiliates. Really? Really? And because, because of that, you <laughs> think you are super knowledgeable? Mm, honey. Honey. <laughs> I love how people say, like, I, I'm, I've helped so many people get to affiliate, but it's it's three it's three viewers. How do you, it's just three viewers? It's exactly. Three people. We all of us have three people that we can get to go somewhere, or at least one other person, right? Because it's you, one other person, and then the streamer. Done. Yeah. There we got to affiliate. Oh, if you join my community, <laughs> I can promise you that you know partnership is so not far away. <laughs> Darling, Stop. you shady, shady girl. <laughs> I love you oh, so much. I can you talk know. about this from dusk till dawn. Oh. <laughs> Don't get me started. Don't I? Yes, 100%. yes. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, oh. so our first question was from Weedman Dota, who said, question, what's your favorite hashtag? <laughs> <laughs> right now, to be politically correct, to be politically correct, yam fam. <laughs> because I just got into the stream team. I'm so happy. Thank you so much. That's, that's so cool. I'm so excited. I'm so freaking pumped to have you on. We're going we're gonna to dominate. The world just I let just me know to... how i can be part of all this honestly i'm really help like i i'm i'm not here in for myself like if you think that i'm just gonna join a stream team just for that auto host i i think I, we can do more than that better than that yeah. <laughs> we're, gonna, we're gonna slay it there's gonna be a lot of amazing things that happen for sure oh i'm so excited okay uh our next question was from unicorny who said is Green Dumpling full-time? No, Green Dumpling cannot be full-time as much as he wants to because uh, unfortunately, um, well, you know, uh, if you, I want to go full-time, I'm going to make sure that uh, I get enough 
uh, I'm paid enough, which at this case, I don't think I'm at that level yet that, you know, somebody's going to be, oh my God, just sit there and stream. I will pay you $5,000. You know, if somebody does that, yeah, I'll be full-time. Until then, I cannot, no. Yeah, it's it's a shame, but that, that financial aspect of it is super huge. You can't just, oh, like, yes. you can't just quit your your life to stream full-time just because you get partnered unless you're still making money to pay the bills. Some people do. Yes. And it's so yeah. risky. It's so risky. Yeah, it's so risky. But- people say, oh, I want to be a full-time. Like, what? Do you have a, you, you better have a part-time job, honey. <laughs> Crazy. Uh. <laughs> Zachum asked, is it important to build a community with a game that you aren't particularly enjoying as long as it gives you the numbers? More so, is there a way to grow as a variety streamer specifically? Is there a way to grow as a variety streamer? Of course, honey. Who are you talking to? <laughs> <laughs> no, okay, okay. All right, okay. Just, just, just to be uh, serious on this part, right? I think you should build a community where they will really enjoy you as a streamer, not really so much about the game. Because here's the thing, you know, I I think one thing that I'm really happy about what I've accomplished so far is that, you know, I can play Overwatch and when I switch to Minecraft and I switch to Lake of Legends, when I switch, I still have the same crowd of people watching me because they are there for me. That is so powerful. How do you do that? What do you think it is about your personality that makes people stick like that? Okay, you see, apart from being funny and stuff like that, right? Okay, I'm not, I'm not I have a Discord server, right? So the thing about my Discord is that I let people talk about them, their, their day and run about their problems. And I'm just physic. I'm just there all the time for them. So they know that, you know, if they ever want to reach me, I don't have a barrier. And, you know, if they want, you know, to, to talk to me, I'm always there. So they, they, they know that, you know, there's a friend. And when you make friends through Twitter, uh, uh, through Twitch or whatever you see, they're going to stay with you. So this is why I don't have fans. Ugh, cringes me. I have friends. Yes. Ah, I love that so much. Oh, also the first part of that question was, is it important to build a community with a game that you aren't particularly enjoying as long as it gives you the numbers? Hmm, it's so very tricky. Strategically, yes. But <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think that it's really um, important. What, what, what do you think of that? Um... I think it depends, right? Because everyone is motivated by different things. If you're motivated by growth, even if you don't really enjoy the game, it's going to motivate you more to play it because you're seeing the the massive numbers behind it and that increase in numbers behind it. But I do also know that if you're just freaking miserable and people can tell and it's all over your face and you're yelling and you're complaining and you're you're just like, oh, I hate this. I don't want to do this. And you can't bring the energy to it, then don't stream the game. It's not going to give you better numbers anyways if you're freaking miserable, right? I know for a fact that League of Legends will always give me new viewers, but some game when I'm streaming because the thing is I am a, I am a competitive person. I'm not a competitive player. I'm a competitive. I want to win. But the thing is, I know for a fact, if I am streaming while playing the game, I can never win because my ninety percent of my time will be on chat. So I'll be looking and I'll play. I'll be looking and playing, and most of that I'll be dying, and I will get very angry. So to me, what's the point? I might as well don't play that game, although it gives me really good views. Yeah, that's such a hard mm. part too, because it's like you kind of enjoy it and you en- you enjoy that additional people because, like you said earlier. The point of streaming is to get more people to watch you if you want to take this seriously. There's nothing wrong with you playing games that are strategic that are going to get you more attention. That's why some of the biggest advice is don't stream saturated games, right? It's because you get more people into your stream when you don't stream saturated games. That's just normal. But 
like it's okay to be motivated by those numbers as long as it's just not forcing you to create this like super negative environment if it's still a good environment and it's still interesting for people to watch i think that it's it's fine if you play a game that you enjoy or maybe if you can keep searching and you eventually find a game that you do enjoy that also gives you the numbers then that's awesome yeah and and then the thing is that i have a good team of uh, moderators right they are you know monitoring my stream because they always tell me you know it's good that's why you have it's good to have friends again you see these are the people who will help you like for example when i play overwatch sometimes i tilt i start to tilt and then my face starts to get really um you know fierce and angry so it's good that sometimes people say you need to take a break because people can tell so i have to check my vibe again i'll be like oh yeah okay great because sometimes you get lost in the moment and it's not like you can always you know, like this the whole time. I wish I can stream Overwatch like this, smiling the whole time, but I can't always do that. So it, it's good. Like, but to me, what Ashley said was really right. If you start to create a very hostile environment, it's gonna be you're gonna drive people away. Don't do it. Mm. If you don't like the game, it's best to stay away from it. Honestly, if I can't stand PUBG, you will never see me playing that game. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the next question was from Clan Bones, who said, yep. shorts or pants, this podcast? Oh, oh my God. For the TOS sake, it's shorts. Okay. <laughs> the TOS. <laughs> <laughs> actually naked. This is fine. Yes, actually <laughs> naked. Yes. <laughs> Buzz Bomber asks, cats or dogs? Both. Because I have one dog and four cats. You have four cats? Yes, I have four cats and um, they don't really like me and I don't really like them either. But okay, I mean, I take care of them like uh, uh, a parent, but (laughs) I love my dog more. I love my dog more. And it is what it is. I grew up with four cats and it was horrifying. (laughs) It was horrifying. Uh, Oh my God. The only time they talk to me is when they want to look at this realistic love. It's okay. Yeah. TOS. You're not wrong. <laughs> PSABS asks, what usually catches your eye in a new streamer that you've encountered? Oh, it's re- okay. For me personally, what I I would stay in new streamer stream is the way uh, the presentation of their stream and of course the way they comment on the game. Because sometimes you got to have to understand they don't really have uh, many viewers to talk to. So the way they comment on a game will make me stay. Okay. So the person who asked was PSABS, right? Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to do a little quick plug for her. Uh, okay. So when I went to her stream for the first time, you know what she does with her stream? She has a floating head. That means I think she probably wear a um, green outfit to make sure that, you know, she is, uh, uh, you can only see her head. And she, it's just her floating head at one side and she's narrating game and it's really hilarious the way they talk she talks about it if time zone is not being a b word i would have stayed there every day but that's the thing she caught my attention and we became and we have been interacting with each other for for the longest time because of her of of that kind of unique presentation i was there i stayed for the longest time yeah yeah her stream is amazing if you haven't caught a p-stab stream highly recommend it She's so funny. And she's not afraid to make fun of herself. Like, she's trash at certain games, but it's okay. <laughs> you never put yourself out there as a professional player. Why care? Yes, you know? that's so true. You don't have to be a professional to be able to create an entertaining environment for sure. Yeah, honestly, I would rather see somebody trying to snipe with a shotgun than a professional sniper. Ooh. 
because yeah. it would be so hilarious. Imagine the person trying to snipe somebody with a shotgun, and then the person can say, "Why can't hit that person?" You see, it's much more fun to watch than those who are. Like, yep. Okay. One down. All right, guys. Move on. Next. Okay. One down. All right, guys. Okay. Yes. You're good. All right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that's such a, a testament to how many different types of viewers there are on Twitch. Like, there are people that want to watch really professional players. There are people that don't. Like, there are people that yeah. don't give a crap. They don't want to watch Dr. Disrespect or Ninja or Shroud. They don't care about those kinds of streams. Like, that exists. So it's figuring out what those different viewers are and how do you build a stream that is inclusive and, and kind of caters to a different style that actually fits you, not just a style that that everybody else is telling you you have to fit into this box and become the style of person. You don't have to be anything. You be yourself. Be yourself, honestly. If, you, if somebody tells you, oh, I think you are very bad at the game, then go to those big players. Don't come here, okay? Nobody said I'm going to be a, a, a freaking professional player. If I am going to be a professional, I would have said that. Did you see casual play through down there in my tag? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, Sadie, where can everyone go to find you? Oh, I'm everywhere, honey. I'm on Instagram, I'm on Facebook, on Twitter. <laughs> okay, for starters, my Twitter and Instagram is Green Dumpling TV. Somebody used Green Dumpling and it's not active and I'm being so mad about it because I'm like, oh, I should have figured that out before I created a Twitch username. But it's fine. So it's Green Dumpling TV on Instagram and Twitter. And uh, if you want to connect with me on Facebook, which I rarely use because facebook.com slash Green Dumpling, um, discord.gg Green Dumpling. Ooh, how fancy. <laughs> That's perfect. <laughs> all right. I hope you all enjoyed. Feel free to tweet at me and let me know your favorite part of that interview. Seti, thank you so much for coming on. I love the crap out of you, dude. You are just absolutely amazing creator. I have so much respect for you. You bring laughter to so many lives. And I mean, I don't, I don't know what else I can say about how bad AF you are. Okay. Love you. Would love you to have you back on the show at any time in the future you want to come on. If you have listened to this for the first time, don't forget to subscribe on the place that you are listening to this podcast. Leave us a comment on iTunes or wherever else you are listening to this. If it's possible, it actually does help more people find the show. It's really, really, really helpful. Thank you all so much. I'll see you next week. Bye. <laughs>